0: Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought with you today. Today, we're going to talk about wealth and we're going to talk about some of the things that hold us back when we are generating wealth. Now, scripture is very clear Yahweh has given us the power to generate wealth. It says that in Deuteronomy. And it's interesting when you look around at various people in their situations where they're at in their lives in their business in their financial situations this would appear to be true for some and not for others however we know that that's not the case it doesn't say in the scripture that he's given some people the power to create wealth and others not no he's given all of us as sons all of us as believers the power the capacity the ability to create wealth so why is there such a variance in terms of the outcomes? well these are a few of the reasons i've come across and the things i'm about to share with you really came from years of working with various business people across the world mostly people who are kingdom orientated kingdom focused entrepreneurs who are trying to get ahead trying to make their business work um, wanting to prosper many times for the right reasons all right? wanting to make a difference wanting to have an excess to be able to bless others but I've come across many many people who are just stuck and I've noticed patterns um, and basically the same patterns in different people and so I've been in this unique and privileged position to have many of these conversations and to help and guide people through some of these challenges. And um, yeah, my hope is that if you find yourself in one, one of these situations I'm about to describe, that some of this information today might be useful for you to move on to the next phase of your wealth creation journey. So four reasons why we get stuck in our wealth creation journey. Well, the first one that I've seen very often is if someone is not teachable, this means that they're not willing to admit that they don't know, not willing to go and find the answers, not willing to approach someone that does know to say, Hey, I'm actually have, I haven't actually done this before. Can you show me what it is you've done? Can you teach me? Can you tell me because I'm in a position where I actually don't have the answers and I need the answers. So now I've approached you because you've had a great outcome. You've had a result that I ha- that I don't have. And so obviously you know something I don't know and you've done something I haven't done. So can you teach me? And a great example of this is a couple of years ago, I, fu- I found out who the best person was in my area Um for property investing because that's the field I'm in and I think that's really one of the first keys of being teachable is finding out who's the best um or who's really good at something that you're wanting to do who's already done what you want to do um yeah and who's who's doing it very well and so I did some research and I found out who I could learn from uh who's done what I want to do in the industry that I want to function in, in the area I want to function in, in the region I want to function in here. And the first thing I did was I found out, did this guy write any material? And lo and behold, he's written a couple of books. So I got a hold of his latest book, um, paid the money to, to, to buy it and then spent the time to read it. So it took an investment from me, both in terms of time and finances And I read through his material and I jotted down questions and I wrote down answers and I looked at what he did, how he did it, who he did it with, what his process was, who he partnered with. And I basically just studied his process. Next thing I did was his contact details were in in the book. I believe his email was in the book and I got a hold of him and I said, hey, I really enjoyed your book. I'd love to meet up with you. Anyway, long story short, he came back to me and he said, yeah, that's great. You want to meet with me? Um, it's $500 an hour. And so most people, that would turn them away, right? The, the thought of paying someone $500 for an hour of their time. But to me, I thought, this is, this is great. I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to make the investment. I'm going to meet up with this guy. So I went to the meeting prepared with a whole list of questions and I asked him, Who's, who's your accountant and what valuer do you use and wh- what's your process and just um, went into detail around all the things that weren't clarified in the book and basically just got the blueprint and the pattern and the outline of how this guy made so much money and invested very, very successfully and things that took him 20, 30 years to learn and to, um, to master, he shared with me in the space of an hour. And so literally I could benefit from 30 years of, of experience and lessons and challenges and failures just by sitting with this person and paying him what I consider to be a very small sum for the value that he gave me, um, yeah, to learn from him. And so in the last two years, I've gone and executed my strategy and my plan based on the information that I, had, I received from him in that meeting. And so number one, I was teachable. I was open. I was willing to admit that there were things I didn't know that I needed to know. Um, I was willing to be corrected. I was willing to be challenged. I was willing to be informed and taught. And then I was willing to take that information and go and execute it. And so I think that a lot of times people want to reinvent the wheel or they want to get overly spiritual and they want want to overly rely on spiritual guidance and intuition, or they want to get an angel to tell them their business plan, but they're not willing to go and talk to the guy who's done it successfully just down the road. So I I think that there are certain things that, yeah, we need to get guidance and direction from spiritual fathers and people who um, are walking closely with the Lord. But there are other things like in business. If someone has succeeded in a certain area because they've mastered a certain skill or they've got a set of knowledge or they're yeah just very successful in their industry they've done something right and so we should be open to be able to learn um, from guys like this and so I've experienced um, a huge amount of success from um, taking this approach and um, in the last couple of years, by applying the knowledge that I gained from reading this book and meeting up with this guy who who is a very successful investor, um, it resulted in a lot of profit for me and my business. Um, the second reason why we get stuck is we make our business um, God's responsibility. And the Bible is very clear. He has made us kings and priests. And so part of being a king is that you have got territory that has been assigned to you to govern okay just think about that for a second as a king you have got territory that has been assigned to you to govern and so your territory is literally that which you are responsible for and your business falls within that category and a lot of people don't understand that your business responds directly to your government. It does not respond directly to the government of Yahweh. It responds to your government and it responds to the government of Yahweh, which flows through you. And so we oftentimes blame our failures and our mistakes and our position of our business and, you know, and this is this is God's responsibility, this is Yahweh's responsibility, but we need to get to a place where we take full responsibility for our business and understand that it's our decisions, our actions, our influence, um, that really steers, uh, our business towards the outcomes that it generates. Um, the third one is a lack of clarity. Um, Clarity is power. And so if that's true, then the opposite is also true that and lack of clarity uh, means that there's a lack of power. And so oftentimes I talk to people who have got vague ideas and they might might be great ideas and they're just not refined yet, but they haven't gone through the discipline of challenging themselves to come to a place of absolute clarity Um. I'm clear about who my competition is. I'm clear about who my market is. I'm clear about um, what my financial strategy is in my business. I'm, I'm clear about how I'm going to do things a little differently. I'm clear about why I'm actually in this, right? So that's, that's a big one. And that's a great place to start. Like, why do you do what you want to do? For example, I do what I do in terms of coaching and consulting and training and and speaking and teaching. I do that because I want to see kingdom-minded entrepreneurs come into the fullness of their potential and fulfill their mission. And so for me, entrepreneurs and especially kingdom-minded entrepreneurs um, are the hope of the future because they're the ones that are going to go out and take ownership of the new ideas that have been released. And so that's, that's why I do what I do. And I love seeing people come into a place of uh, prosperity, because by supporting you guys, I know that collectively, we're going to change the world. So scripture says that a double minded person gets nothing from God, nothing. And that may seem a bit harsh, but I think that this reveals in a sense, um, the importance for us to make up our mind. And what does that mean? It comes down to literally a decision. And even the word decision, one meaning of it back in the original language is to cut off from all other possibilities. Right. And so again, I come uh, I meet, meet people who've got a million ideas, right. And, and they want to do everything, but they haven't done one thing well. And again, Scripture says a double-minded person gets nothing from God. So I think that it's it's really powerful when you meet a person who knows what they want, knows what they're doing, knows what direction they're going in, knows what they're dealing with. They're fully committed, fully, fully persuaded, fully decided, this is the business that I'm in. And... Again, a lot of people delegate this decision to Yahweh, but it's a decision that he's delegated to us. Oftentimes there are uh, multiple valid expressions of our calling and multiple valid expressions of our scroll and multiple valid expressions of our assignment. And it's not just one form that it could take on. And part of what determines the form that it takes on is the decisions we make and the businesses that we get into. And so clarity comes by continually asking yourself uh, questions to help you reach a place of clarity. And again, it's by saying, this is something I don't know. This is what I know for sure. This is what I don't know. How can I find out maybe I should talk to someone? And by speaking to either a coach or a consultant or maybe a friend who's very successful in business. You can develop that clarity. And the first the first area of clarity is what do you want to do? The second is why do you want to do it? The third is how are you going to do it? In other words, what's your strategy? And the good thing is that we live in a day and age where we're drowning in information around the how. You can look at the internet. You can look at books. You can talk to people. There's just so much information out there. Um, so the fourth really is that people don't always own the outcomes that have been generated in their lives and business. Um, and what I mean by this is sometimes we can have a victim mentality. I'm in the situation I'm in because of someone else, because of something else, because of, because of the recession or because the country I'm in is no good or because of COVID or because of whatever, right? Insert the excuse here, right? That, We blame some external circumstance or we blame some person outside of ourselves for the situation we're in. And when we do that, we literally remove our own sense of power to determine a different outcome because we're saying the reason I'm in the unfortunate position I'm in today is because of something powerful outside of myself. And so the solution for this is coming to a place of full responsibility where you say, I'm in the position I'm in today because of the decisions I made, right? No other reason other than the fact that I made some decisions and because of those decisions, I'm in the situation I'm in today. And when, when you take that approach and you take that attitude, it repositions you in a place of power to be able to determine a different outcome. So anyway guys those are the four reasons. Number one not teachable. Number two make our business God's responsibility. Number three a lack of clarity. And number four um, we don't own the outcome or have a victim mentality. Thank you for listening. It's been great having you with me and look forward to talking with you again next time.